Hi everybody, welcome back to Rugby Property Radio. Uh, I'm Ian Havel. Today I'm going to be talking about how affordable property is in rugby for the average working family. Uh, The simple fact is that we're not building enough properties. If the supply of new properties is limited and demand continues to soar with heightened divorce rates, i.e. one household becoming two, people living longer and continued immigration, this means the values of those existing properties continues to remain high and out of reach for a lot of people, especially the blue-collar working families of rugby. Looking at some some recent stats uh, released by the government, the ratio of the lower quartile house prices to lower quartile gross annual salaries in Rugby Borough Council has hit 7.58 to 1. What does that mean exactly and why does it matter to rugby landlords and homeowners? If we ordered every property in the Rugby Borough Council area by the value of those properties, the average value of the lower quartile properties would be 157,000. If we then did the same and ordered everyone's salary in the same council area, the average of the lowest quartile salary is £20,699 per year. Thus, dividing one with the other, we get a ratio of 7.58 to 1. Assuming there is one wage earner in the house, the chances of a rugby working family being able to afford to buy their home when it's over seven times their annual salary is very slim indeed. The existing affordability crisis of people wanting to buy their own home in the unavoidable outcome of the decade on decade failure to build enough homes to keep up with demand. Nevertheless, improving affordability is not just a case of constructing more homes. Rugby Borough Council needs to ensure more properties are not only built, but built in the right locations and of the right type at the right price to ensure the needs of the lower income working families are met. Because at the moment, they presently have few options apart from the private rented sector. Looking at the historic nature of this ratio, uh, this has been an issue since the early to mid 2000s. However, if you look at the historic data, um, those on the bottom rung of the ladder used to be uh, housed by the local authority uh, instead of buying. However, The vast majority of council houses were sold off in the 1980s, meaning there are much fewer council houses today to house this generation. Many of the lower quartile working class families were given a lifeline to buy their own homes in the mid 2000s with 100% mortgages, but With the credit crunch in 2009, that rug of the 100% mortgages was rudely pulled from underneath their feet. You see, 
It is cheaper to buy than rent. It's the finding a 5% deposit that is a challenging issue for these rugby working class families. So unless the government allow 100% mortgages back, the fact is demand for rental properties will outstrip the supply. In the long term, to alleviate that, I would suggest that the rugby community hold their local politicians at the borough council to account for the actions they could take to ensure the affordability of housing and the extent to which they work with private developers and housing associations and aggressively use the planning tools at their disposal to safeguard the local community getting the new households we need. Rugby Borough Council could make certain parcels of residential building land for private rented development only, eliminating the opportunity of the land being bought to develop large executive homes which don't solve the current problem. Yet, in the short term, all this means is demand for rental properties will continue to grow, keeping rugby house prices and rents high. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. For more of my uh, information, uh, you can visit my blog, which is uh, www.rugbypropertyblog.co.uk. Thanks for listening. I'm Ian Havel, your local rugby property expert.